right, welcome back everybody uh, to another exciting edge of your seat episode of uh, the, the real, real couple. couple. Um, yeah, uh, staying in uh, in character, we watched another scary movie because it's October. <sighs> what did we watch, Paige? We watched the Blair Witch Project. We watched the Blair Witch Project, which um, neither of us had seen. Yeah, before. Um, I obviously, you know, it's Blair Witch Project, so I'd, I'd heard of it. I'd heard certain things about it. Um, but, uh, as it was going, I kind of had that moment of like, I feel like I haven't really been spoiled on this movie very much. And then like 45 minutes later, I was like, I feel like there isn't really much to spoil. Not necessarily that like nothing happens. It's just like, not the kind of thing that you're going to talk about, like, Oh, dude, have you seen Blair... There's not, like, a twist ending. Yeah, like, oh, have you seen Blair Witch Project? Dude, that one scene where they're arguing? Or that other scene where they're also arguing? Like, no. And Well, I feel like the opening, like, screen of the movie told you everything you needed to know Mm -hmm. about, like, this is a movie of, like, three filmmakers that went missing in the woods and... Then their footage turned up a year later. Like, they literally gave you the whole movie in that first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From the get-go, they're pretty much like, hey, just so you know, these three main characters, it's not going to turn out well for them. <laughs> right? Like, they they, they spoil their own movie. <laughs> yeah, like, they didn't go on an adventure and then afterwards be like, hey, we got some really crazy footage. Want to show it? Like, Someone other than them. Spoiler found alert: this. They don't make it out. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I would say this scared me more than heartily most other movies I've seen in my life. I agree with that. It also scared me. Yeah, um, we had to take our dog outside to go potty together. With a flashlight that night after yeah. we watched it. Um, and then, you know, we, we go to bed. We watch, you know, a, a comedy. Um, and then, like, hour or so later, I got up to, like, get a drink of water or something like that. But, you know, entire apartment's dark. And there was a moment where I was like, dude, I need that fucking refrigerator open now. <laughs> I need to, I need some light. Um yeah, this one has some lasting effects for sure. Yeah, which is uh, very rare for me nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. The last time I had a movie really affect my ability to sleep, um, like I mentioned uh, earlier in our episode on um, The Thing, uh, Paranormal Activity 3 really, really fucked me up pretty hard. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so I, I was I was very impressed with how scary this is, very impressed. Um, and uh, I've looked through some of the trivia on this. Um, I am so impressed with how well this movie holds up, how scary it is, and how cheap it was to make. This movie yeah. was so inexpensive. It's mind-boggling. So it holds, or it was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, because it cost $60,000 to make and it made back 
$248 million. That is a ratio of $1 spent for every $10,931 made. Like. Bonkers. Insane. And the but another like, thing that's crazy to me is that um, uh, the directors, Daniel My- Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez, they may have made other things. But they're not a name that I immediately am just like, oh yeah, those guys are world famous. And and uh, fun fact, they got their start on Blair Witch. Like they aren't. Ones they probably that couldn't do it after because I feel like you cannot get away with making a movie the way that they made this movie. They made these actors sign a freaking clause that said it's okay that you can mess with my mind. Like what? Like, yes, the film took eight days of filming. But it was 24-7. These actors were legit dumped in the woods and just had to wander around. There was really no script for them to follow. Like, they were, give- they were given a GPS and a radio so that they could, like, make their way to the different places that they had to go. But, like, you could not get away with that now, like you could in 1999. Yeah, um, I'd say not to this extent. Or if you did, um, just like with this, it would have to be with a very indie movie. You know, this is something you... which this was. Yeah, you have to make the entire thing. And then after it's already all said and done, you just submit your final product product to um, a studio and say, hey, this is what I made. Will you um, put it out? Um, but yeah, there's no way, you know, Universal is going to be like, yeah, what's that director doing to you who we hired? Oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> no. Have fun in the woods. Yeah. Like um, no, and you're you're gonna need no name actors because George Clooney isn't gonna be like, what's this I'm signing? You're gonna fuck with my head. All right, <laughs> right, and no. like just the things that they did, like the tent shaking scene, like they those actors had no warning about that. The directors just did that in the middle of the night. And got their flight or fight response on film. Like, yeah. Um, which, uh, there are plenty of times uh, throughout you know, the history of movies when uh, you find out that it wasn't scripted to happen that way or something. And so people's reaction um, is, is pretty authentic and genuine. Uh, there's a, a moment in the third um of the Planet of the Apes trilogy with Andy Serkis. He's like tied to this um, post thing. Um, Not quite a crucifix, but it's a big wooden X. And uh, they're like interrogating him, but uh, he's, he's kind of falling asleep strapped to this thing. They come over and they, they uh, splash a bucket of water on him. The water was supposed to be lukewarm or, you know, room temperature at the coldest, but like, kind of warm 
someone didn't check and just, hey, go fill this bucket with water. He filled the bucket with water. Andy Circus suddenly got hit with icy cold water. And so when Caesar gets hit with icy cold water and he kind of has that like, oh my gosh, that's because the actor was <laughs> reacting to legitimately frigid water. And they apologized to him. They were like, Mr. Circus, you know, we, we did not expect that. And apparently he was like, I mean, in all honesty, it did help the performance. So please don't make me do another take, but <laughs> it's, it's good that it happened that way. So yeah, th there are times when, um, you know, it, it wasn't supposed to be like that or that wasn't in the script, yada, yada, yada. Um, but uh, at the same time, I don't think it's like after four days of already having tortured these people, they tortured them some more, but in a different way this time. And um, also, fun fact, we gave them less and less food during filming so that it would be authentic. Like, let's starve them and fuck with their minds and just have fun watching them wither into nothing. Like, Yeah, and I mean... I feel like somewhere there's a line between what is the appropriate amount to put someone through for the sake of art, you know? Um, and uh, a, a lot of times I think this uh, falls onto like professional level method actors, mm -hmm. you know? Um, the amount of weight Christian Bale um, lost for things like The Machinist how much muscle he packed on for Batman, how much he re-lost for the fighter, how much he put back on for Dark Knight Returns. I obviously meant Dark Knight Rises. You all know that. Please don't at me. How much fat he put on for American Hustle, how much weight he then lost again for Ford versus Ferrari. Just the, the flip-flopping is insane poster child of of method actors who um probably should have reined it in a bit heath ledger um and and uh heath ledger's not the first person to lose their life specifically to the joker role um but uh yeah so it's it's very very dangerous where's the i feel like this was draw? beyond method acting though like yeah I, these I think... people were no names mm -hmm. they were I think I read they were just college kids. Something like that, yeah. I, I mean, they did agree to be in a movie. Correct. You know, they they uh, woke up each morning knowing I am pretty much playing pretend in order to entertain viewers. Um, Something I did feel like this movie did really well was just making it, like... I don't know how to say this, like, so believable. Yeah. Because people, after it came out, legitimately thought that the Blair Witch was real. Mm -hmm. They legitimately thought that these filmmakers did get lost in the forest. People flocked to that town to, like, learn about the Blair Witch and to do all this. When if, you know, they would have done a Google search or something... They would have known that it was all made up for the film, but it was so realistic that... Um, 
yeah it's it's very very realistic and um kind of going back to what i was saying with the um method acting um the for me watching it in in 2022 something like you know 23 years after it it came out originally um so i know that it's not true you know all of these actors are completely okay and alive and and totally well um this was acting um but you know as with any horror movie the act of suspending my disbelief pretending that this is real pretending that this did actually happen it's so much easier with this because the fact that there wasn't a script so everyone's having to ad-lib everything it means that they're talking much more genuinely and accurately Mm -hmm. there's no um you know dramatizing what happened um because even with the best actors in the world they're not talking the way people talk nine times out of ten um but with this every line of dialogue feels like they're just talking the way you and i do um i will say the girl character heather mm -hmm. drove me crazy but i i wouldn't say she ever drove me crazy in a way that i thought she was poorly performed yeah i just didn't like her character yeah um and i I think it'd be really interesting to find out um how similar the three people like um she actually quit acting back in 2008 yeah and she now grows medical marijuana nice good for her um but yeah but she quit because of death threats yeah just ugh, people suck um but yeah so heather mike and josh if i were to meet any of them would they feel very similar to their characters in blair witch or were they even then like playing a character um i'd be really interested to find out um because it, it feels so much like they're just being themselves um so yeah that i thought was so well done um yeah so because things weren't fleshed out it really lent itself to how believable um it was that this actually occurred um there are so many like uh they they find those sticks hanging from the trees and the piles oh yeah they're like voodoo yeah um what does that mean what are the rules surrounding the piles of rocks um what are the repercussions of knocking over a pile of rocks um what uh at some point they find this bundle of sticks and inside there's like this bloody thing what is that all the all of these answers are never really given it's just like um all the bad things that happen to them in like one of the first instances where they see a pile of rocks one of them knocks a pile over Mm -hmm. is this because they did that or is it like if you'd knocked it over or not you still wandered in there yeah the evil spirits are still coming for you it um because there wasn't 
I, I feel like with most horror films, there's like an inciting moment where it's like, oh, you read the, the cursed text. That's what did it. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you went into the basement. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, oh man, these, these sticks are hanging from trees. <gasps> Guys, I heard a story. My, my grandmother once told me when I was growing up that, uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like when, uh, they hang sticks, stick people from trees, it's, because of the season of the witch, it takes place between this date and this date, and it's that time of year. No, every time they see something in Blair Witch Project, it's always just like, what does that mean? I think it means we're fucked. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, they they find the house. The one callback that I really thought was just terrifying, um, that final moment, they go down into the basement, or they, Heather, Heather goes goes down down into the Mm -hmm. basement, and Mike is just standing there in the corner, facing the corner. Oh, which I literally back. just got oh, chills. Yeah, which um, I know. Sorry, I, harkens back to what? Uh, it harkens back to the story they told about uh, the guy who uh, used to, I think, like murder children, or it was a witch that murdered kids or something. But she would take them two by two. Into oh, the house, yeah, and then put the one the in the corner. Oh my gosh, I didn't even. You didn't. I literally yeah. like my whole body is covered in chills right now. I like, oh, this movie, guys. Yeah. Don't um, watch it. Just like, don't. Oh, it's so. It's so good. well done, but don't watch it. Um. Yeah, it it lived up to hype. I understood immediately why back in 1999. I, I remember I was six years old. Everyone suddenly talking about this new horror film that just came out. I know. I'm not even close to watching that. Like, it, it's not even one of those, like, oh, like, it, is he old enough? Like, could he handle it? No. Like, my, no. my parents never I'm considered 30 it. I'm 30 and I can't handle it. I never really considered watching it when it came out. But everyone was talking about Blair Witch. Now that I've seen it, I get it. Oh, yeah. That movie is, would be very difficult to replicate. I think uh, now that I've seen two of them, the Paranormal Activity movies do a really good job of recreating the, um, found, like the found footage. The found footage. Um, the all of the lines feel like real people talking to each other. It feels discussionary instead mm-hmm. of um, like written dialogue. Um, I despise found footage. Yeah. And shaky cam. It makes me so sick. Yeah. I got to a point in Blair Witch that I had to like start looking at my phone and looking up trivia facts about it and just watching it in like small bits or just like one th- words. Watching it in small bits or just watching it with one eye because I was getting so sick. Yeah, um, I I don't think any amount of shaky cam has ever uh, made me queasy or sick. Or you can also like handle 3D movies, and I can't. That's another thing, yeah. Um, and same with my mom. Um, like the flight sequences in Avatar, nope, she's out. Um, yeah, any sort of big swooping thing, stuff like that. Um, she has very very little tolerance for um i i would be very interested uh i mean you you don't play them because you're 
not good at them. You're not good at them because you don't play them regularly. But I would be very interested to see if you were to start playing a lot of like first-person shooter video games. Oh, I don't like those. I know. Um, is it, again, is it because you're not good at them? Or is there any sort of like it makes you sick? It's just really trippy and I can't it's really trippy. Interesting. figure out the mechanics of it okay. and how to move oh i just and you know um, i like looking down at my character okay like a third person follow Uh cam yeah let's be honest i just really like mario kart yeah um but uh yeah i i do wonder if um if you were to grow your um exposure to first person shooters would that translate to a higher tolerance for found footage movies, which with that said, um, there's never going to be a level of shakiness in a first person shooter game. Like the amount of shakiness of Blair witch, Witch, because with a first person video game, it's always being seen through the eyes of a character. Whereas Blair, Witch is oftentimes being shown through a camera of someone sprinting yeah (laughs) and so you are not seeing through their eyes you're seeing through their left hand as they run no Um, thank you no thank you don't watch this movie oh it's so good so so good um another question um have you seen the Bourne movies the jason Bourne movies yes that uh, kind of became famous for how shaky the camera is in those. Yeah, it drove me crazy. It Same does. with Hunger okay. Games. Really? Mm-hmm. Is there a lot of shaky cam in Hunger Games? At least at the beginning there is. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay, so like that makes you queasy as well? That doesn't necessarily make me queasy, but... It is you're, you're such always very aware and un, it's very uncomfortable. Okay. And it takes away from me being able to enjoy the movie because I'm so focused on how shaky the camera is. Interesting. Yeah. And for me, I know at least with uh, the Bourne movies, I never really recognized how shaky the camera was. I mean, th- there would be times when, you know, the action's really quick and snappy and, um so it's just kind of the camera's constantly moving there was one time when i just saw like a tiny little clip out of context and so i wasn't like my my mindset wasn't honed in on the story being told and yeah just suddenly popping into um the way the camera moves in that movie i was like whoa is it like this the whole time i never realized that because by the time we get to that my eyes are so trained to just focus on where Jason Bourne's face is and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah my mind like is not who, like that. You're always acutely aware. Um, so yeah, I, it's very interesting. Um, but uh, so I actually um, went through and uh, I watched the other endings. For Why? The Why did you do that? Fuck that, bro. No. <laughs> this movie really, really messed with you. I hated wow. it. Damn. Okay. Yeah, and I... It's well done. Yeah, I adored this movie. Um, I can like it and hate it at the same time. Okay. 
Um, I'm a woman. I can multitask. I, well, I can be scared of something and also recommend it to people at the same time. Um, no, because I care about other human beings, I cannot recommend this movie. I recognize that this is exactly what some people are looking for from a scary movie. Um, but uh, I will say this. The ending we saw, I think is... With him just standing in the corner? Yeah. Because there's one that's like he's hanging by a noose mm -hmm. and then like levitating. Yeah, so there's one where he's facing the corner, one where he's in the corner facing the camera, one where he's hanging from a noose, and one where he's floating in the air. Of the four, I think the one we saw together is by far the scariest. <laughs> um, because... It harkens back to the story from earlier. Um, Still chills. Yeah. They've just got um, new ones. Ugh. Uh, and re-watching those endings, because it, it replays the last, like, two minutes of the film. Um, I, I realized I didn't perfectly follow exactly what was happening. The, uh, I think it's the black and white camera is being held by Mike. Mm -hmm. He goes down into the, um, the basement. basement. And at some point, something happens. Because he like thinks he can hear Josh, right? Yeah, he thinks he can hear Josh downstairs. And then at some point, um, he drops the camera. And I didn't quite understand what's happening. And then it just goes to Heather's camera. Mm -hmm. And you, the, the moment when... Mike drops the camera is when whatever forces him into the corner in however way he ends up there. He drops the camera and that's when oh, he goes to that position. Yeah. That and makes so, sense. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, like it just kind of takes this weird angle and I didn't really understand why. And it's because he's dropping the camera because, because he's being possessed or whatever, either possessed or attacked or whatever. Um, and then Heather goes down, sees him, and then there's always a moment when she, like, you hear some sort of an impact or something, and she drops the camera. Mm -hmm. And that um, not being, like, in the moment and, and scared of this movie, uh, going back and rewatching it, it was like, okay, now I'm, I'm gathering more of what's happening in this scene. Um, so did they release different endings, like with how am i gonna yeah, explain so this from what i so if you went and saw blair witch on a tuesday night would you see him hanging oh. by a noose but if you saw it on friday you would see him levitating and if you saw it on monday he would be in the corner like was I would, it i would expect that if you saw it at the amc 16 he's hanging from a noose if you went to the uh vineyard megaplex he's standing in the corner facing the camera if you go to the um jordan landing cinemark he's okay. floating like i would assume it's it's based on well theater. someone who saw it in 1999 yeah. please tell us because now i'm very curious yeah um which i i do love the idea that you release several different endings i remember um again one of the only other movies I've ever heard of doing that was the first Paranormal Activity movie. Um, and that was one where pretty much everyone had a their X amount of different endings, but everyone knows the best one 
is the one where this happens. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, just because of that, that story where the person kills the kids and, and one has to stand in the corner and, and they were told that it's because they, the murderer couldn't stand knowing that they were being watched Mm -hmm. when they killed the first kid. Oh my gosh, that was so creepy. And so then to have the final moment harken back to that oh, and stop talking about that it keeps giving me chills um i thought that was so effective that when i saw the other endings and it's like you get to this house you go down into the basement where we were told about earlier um she goes down into the basement she sees the other guy and he's in the corner facing her well you're you're contradicting what you told me earlier and then like she you know, she finds this house. She goes down into the basement where the murderer used to do the stuff. She goes down down there. She sees her friend. And he's hanging from a noose. What? We were never told about a noose. And then um, the only other one, um, she goes, she finds the house. She goes down into the basement where the murderers happened. She sees her friend and he's floating. That at least harkened back to the lady um, in town that had the creepy yeah, story. About, like, I saw this yeah. woman and she was floating. And her feet never touched the ground. Yeah, her feet never touched the ground. The only thing with that one, though, is that the effect of Mike floating is a bit odd. Is it? Yeah. It, I will um, never know because I'm never okay. watching that. Um, it, he's... I'd be interested to find out how they did it because he is still. Like, there's no, like, movement or anything. He is just, like... Just there? A statue. Um, Weird. And so it almost felt like... Some sort of a... Do you think he was alive when she went down there? As he was standing in the corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she got killed first and then he got killed? That's how I think? take it, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Still chills. Um, I can't. When he's facing towards the camera, his eyes are open. We're going to watch a Disney like, movie tonight. I can't. Um, yeah, I, I can completely think he's alive in both instances that he is standing in the corner. When he's hanging there, obviously he's, he's got to be dead. Um, and then when he's floating there, that's, I, I don't know how to take that. Because um, at that point, it's like, I saw the Blair Witch once and she was floating. And so to suddenly see uh, Mike floating, this isn't the Santa Claus. The Blair <laughs> Witch didn't die and now he's taking on the mantle of the Blair Witch. Why is he floating? True. Yeah. I don't... Uh, eh. When he's standing in the corner facing away, though, that is a perfect way to end it. Um, well, and I had read that the original like plot for the movie was going to end with it being revealed that that fisherman and his son that they talked to at the beginning <sighs> were really just the ones that were fucking with them in the woods. But... They thought that that was too Scooby-Doo, so they took uh, that agree. out, which I think that would have really hurt the scary factor if it's like, oh, it was just these two assholes that were fucking with people in the woods. Like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to have it be the Blair Witch, I feel like is what made it so spooky. Yeah. Still, I'm getting freaking chills as we're just talking about. Don't watch this movie. Ugh. 
Um, some uh, trivia things that we read about that I really loved. Um, right as they're... No, I, I think it's like third night or something. They start hearing like children in the forest around the tent. Mm-hmm. The director just took a mic and recorded... Um, I, I can't remember if it was his nieces and nephews or his kids or whoever, but they're uh, playing at their grandparents' house, so his parents' house. And he just recorded them running around the house playing and then set up boom boxes around the tent in the middle of the night. And that's how you get that sound is just they're literally blasting yeah. the sounds of kids playing in the forest. Well, and in the scene where they're running out of the tent after it's like shaking. Oh my gosh. The cameraman was supposed to pan left and the director was standing there in white long johns. Was it the director? I thought or it was just someone. It was, was someone standing there. I thought it was the director, as... okay. but they were standing there in white long johns. And you were supposed to like get a, a, a shot of, of the, the Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah. And the cameraman forgot to pan left. Um, and so they just decided not to reshoot. So you never see the Blair Witch in the Blair Witch Project. Which is also really scary to me. Yeah. Because you're always, at least when I was watching... I was always looking in the background Mm -hmm. to try to see if the Blair Witch was there because I've heard about Woman in Black and I've heard that she's in the background of like every scene somewhere. Yeah. And so that's what I was looking for in Blair Witch and we didn't get it, which Mm -hmm. was so scary. Yeah. Um, You're always looking for it. And another thing, like I I remember having that thought of um, if the Blair Witch is in the background of one of these shots, that would be so difficult to manage because you're using such low-tech cameras with Woman in Black. You're using state-of-the-art cutting-edge cameras and you're taking a long-ass time to plan out your shots, set up your shots, um, block where the camera is, where the camera will move to, where the woman is, where she will move to. Was she clear when she was on screen? Do we need to touch it up in post in order to make it clearer or in order to make it more subtle? Or um, do we need to bring in some sort of a squirrel running, some sort of movement, movement to get the audience's eye there so that they notice she's there or you know all of this planning is able to go into it with something like blair witch project you're using dog shit cameras bought at circuit city by the way one of them was yeah (laughs) the other is like an old-timey camera that the actor had to know how to like focus the lens which he didn't know how to at first which is why the interview scene is so low quality yeah which Um, also fun fact at one point Josh, the actor, rolled down a hill with that camera in his backpack. It popped the lens out and broke the camera. Yeah. So the concept of getting, like, shots where they're just looking through the forest and just being like, okay, in that shot where he kind of swings the camera around, we had the Blair Witch there in the background. Did Did she actually show on camera? Does it look... 
Is it clear enough that you can see her and recognize what you're seeing? Is she too obvious? Like, is it is she so lit up that the audience is going to be like, yeah, you can totally see her. She's right there. She's, you can see the makeup on her and stuff. Is it just going to look terrible? Or is it going to be like a hundred people watch that scene? One of them thinks he saw her. Like, um, Because they're running away in the dark. Yeah. And so I, I kind of liked that as I was watching it, I always thought she was going to show up, but she never did. I, I was, that was so great. prepared for some sort of jump scare in those nighttime scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that video that was popular on the internet, like a million years ago where you're like driving oh, down the road yeah. and it's this windy mm-hmm. drive. And then that creepy witch pops up to yep. scare you. I was expecting that yep. in every single nighttime scene and it never happened. Yeah. Um, and uh like you said earlier like the way they uh they left these actors camping for eight straight days feeding them less and less each day you can feel their like descent into madness Mm -hmm. and becoming more and more um uh superstitious but more and more paranoid each day um more on edge shorter fuses well and that scene comes across really well where they like find the same log after walking the same Mm -hmm. direction all day like that was genuine yeah for them yeah um that moment when uh i think josh is really starting to rip on Heather and mentions like, are you going to write a happy ending for us or something? And she's just like sitting there like, I please stop, please stop. And Mike is even starting to be like, bro, you're just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole lay her. And Heather starts just slowly crying and stuff like, Oh my gosh, that was, mm-hmm. that felt too real. Yeah. Like, holy shit. And then the scene where, um, like, the, the poster scene where she just, in the in the tent in the middle of the night, she holds up the camera and says, like, I'm sorry to Mike's mom. I'm sorry to Josh's yeah, mom. Yeah, this is all my fault. This is all my fault. They keep, Mike keeps trying to say that it's not my fault, but it is. And she just starts crying. And, it, like, I get why that became your your poster image Mm -hmm. that is such a real scene um i wonder how much therapy these actors had to go through after yeah or was it just like once they they said their final cut on the way home they all hit mcdonald's and just getting a a good meal they were all fine like (laughs) um because like i would be interested uh there are those things where um like the the guy who did all the special effects for um, John Carpenter's The Thing, or uh, Heath Ledger playing the Joker, or... Um, Just being severely affected. Yeah, that's because they're spending all day, every day, in a really dark headspace, and they're doing that for months. Months and months on end, and giving it their all. With these guys... Eight days. Eight days. Really intense eight days. But 
after eight days, is it easier for the, the human mind to bounce back? Um, I don't think I could bounce back from that. Yeah. Um, I need to find a very good therapist. Yeah. I, I feel like it would... Uh, oh, and I heard that uh, there was something where they all had to stay in character the whole time. Uh-huh. But every once in a while, if they ever really needed to like break character and discuss things like, hey, are we in the right place? Are we on the right track? Are we lost? Yada, yada, yada. They all had to come together and collectively say tacos. Taco, yeah. <laughs> and that... <laughs> that was would, their like safety word. Yeah, that was the thing that was like, guys, we need to break character. Can we all agree to break character? Yes. Tacos, tacos, tacos. Okay. We're now ourselves again. Uh, let's get everything straight and figured out. Yada, yada, yada. I read that they did actually get lost three separate three times. times. Yeah. Um, Even yeah. with a GPS and a radio. A 1999 GPS. Okay, fine. <laughs> like, that's another thing with the whole concept of like, could you make a movie like this these days? Today, if you were to give your actors pretty much the same um, items to assist, GPS these days, they would always have in the back of their minds a far greater level of security Mm -hmm. knowing that their GPS, it's not just you're around this area. It is You 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 are within like three feet of the point that this screen is telling you you're at and you're facing the direction mm-hmm. that this screen is telling you you're facing. Holy shit. Like the, the level of technology is insane. And then the like, oh, it's found footage. It's so grainy and like, oh, you can't really see what's going on. And, and it's, you know, this one's black and white. No, in this day and age, it would be like, why isn't most of this movie filmed with their cell phone? Right. <laughs> like, like found footage on an iPhone is very different than found footage mm-hmm. on a video camera. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I do remember they made a Blair Witch Project just a few years ago, I'm pretty sure. Um, either it was a Blair Witch Project movie or I'm, I'm nearly positive yeah, 2016. It was just called Blair Witch. Um, which, honestly, like, thinking about the kind of movie that this was, how do you make a sequel to that? I don't know. Like, Maybe it's the people who found the footage? Yeah, so uh, I don't know. IMDb... Like, Could you make, quick... like... But how did that footage get found? Because somebody would have had to wander into that cabin... Yeah. And somehow not be attacked by the... Which I could I could easily see sort of the narrative being um, someone wandered in and almost like the, the witch had gotten her, her two or three meals or whatever. And so when someone else wanders in, she's content. And so they find two cameras. Or maybe because out, like, this person didn't knock over knock over some rocks or something i don't know um but uh yeah so the the synopsis for the second one after discovering a video showing what he believes to be his vanished sister heather james and a group of friends head to the forest believed to be inhabited by the blair witch hmm 
So I was kind of right. Yeah. Interesting. So it was like a search party. Um. Needless to say, I will not be watching Blair Witch. No. Um. I will never watch the Blair Witch Project again. I do fully admit it was well done. Yeah. It was a great film. Scared the living daylights out of me. Um, if you're new to horror, do not. Yeah. Do this, not watch Blair Witch an Project. Intense, heavy hitter. Only movie. watch it if you are solidly comfortable with scary movies. Yeah. Um, I would say this one's like a 9 out of 10 on the scary scale. Yeah. Um, and that's another really interesting thing with horror. There's a chance there are people out there who would watch this and they're like, meh, whatever. Like, yeah. uh, and then the, those same people may watch it and be like, a clown? <laughs> like, um, or, you know, they watch uh, uh, Zodiac and they're like, that shit happened. That's terrifying. Blair Witch didn't. Who cares? Like, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, all of that is, is so interesting and, and unique to me. Um, but, yeah, I, I honestly kind of would be interested to see um, the sequel. Um, you can watch that one on your own, sir. I don't know. Um, and... If I remember correctly, this I I may be off on, but I feel like I remember hearing that they were making a Blair Witch video game. Fuck that, no. And uh, with that, um, I feel like there was something that, like, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, dude, I would never be able to. Because I think there was something about... Um, like maybe it was virtual reality or something, but like the way you have to work the flashlight was like you have no, to spend thank you. an entire like joystick or controller or something holding the flashlight. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, and and there's a chance that someone out there is listening and they're like, that was the Evil Dead video game, dude. Or that was the last of us or whatever it is yeah um but um yeah i was i was very impressed with this um and i i feel like if i could go back grumpily impressed yeah um if at this age if i could travel back to 1999 and just experience this when it came out you know like when everyone's flocking to the theater and you go and see it as well and then you but not as a seven-year-old yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking as a 22-year-old. As... Nope. Excuse me? It's 2022. <laughs> it's 2022. I'm a 29-year-old. Um, if I could go back as a 29-year-old and experience it, that... Oh, my gosh. That would be cool. Yeah, because that I is... I wonder if it would be along the same lines of, like, what Quiet Place was when it came out. Mm-hmm. Because so many people went and saw that. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, 
or would it be more i i doubt this but um do you remember i know it got terrible backlash but bro when the final season of game of thrones was airing yeah you could just go to work and be like bro and i remember i was working at lowe's at the time and the finale aired and i just walked in looked straight at brian and hardware and i was like what'd you think that's all i said he knew i was talking about game of thrones because it was monday morning after the finale of the biggest show the world had ever known came out when i say what'd you think i'm not talking about the weather (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but i i feel like there are very few things that can come out and just everyone's talking about it um i don't think blair witch hit that same level but i feel like a lot of people were talking about it i agree um from my dad told a story i don't remember this happening so maybe it was one that i wasn't at or something but uh, i guess there was a camp out i think it was a, a church camp out but uh they wake up in the morning and, and someone had like built little blair witch project guys out of like toothpicks or oh. uh, uh or uh, um um popsicle sticks popsicle sticks thank you um and had like made a bunch and stuck them in the ground around the tent and so people woke up and they were like oh dude no 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 and like maybe i was there and i just didn't pick up on why you wouldn't have gotten the reference yeah i wouldn't have gotten the reference um and so maybe i was there or maybe it was just a a camp out that i wasn't on and my dad didn't experience it he heard someone else talk about i don't know but um yeah the concept that this movie comes out and then a couple months later you're camping and someone like puts in effort to reference blair witch project while you're out camping in a forest bro that would be intense no thank you like that's like that's why i don't go camping yeah that's like if if we were to go and somehow hang out with real dragons and you spent the whole time yelling dracarys (laughs) (laughs) um yeah um such a great reference to make in 1999 when this is on everyone's mind like Ugh. Um. So overall, Dallas loved it. Yeah, effectiveness, I give this a 10 out of 10. Um, actual, like, you know, <laughs> how's the plot structure and the character development? Um, uh, you know, 7, probably. <laughs> like, for, for such a basic story with so few answers, it's so interesting. It's so well done. Um, what are your scores? I very grumpily score it well. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I give this a major thumbs up. You give this a thumbs up with a frown behind it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. (sighs) I hate that it's good. Scared the shit out of me. So, you know, I guess it's perfect for October and those people that like to be scared shitless. Um, I personally like more tame scary movies. 
So I will not be partaking of the Blair Witch Project ever again. But it has been checked off the list. And um, use your best judgment when deciding whether or not to watch this movie. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, Heather Donahue, Michael C. Williams, and Joshua Leonard. If any of you guys ever happen across this episode... Um, I hope you're all doing real well, because you all three put in damn fine performances. Um, and uh, and I hope you're able to look back at that and be like, you know what? Those eight days sucked, but I... I hope you found a really good therapist. Yeah, I, I gave it my all, and history will never forget what I did. Yeah, you guys should be damn proud of yourselves. You're right. You're right. Um, so, yeah. Um. So, yeah. That yeah. is the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we uh, have any sort of clues on uh, what we're recording next time. Not yet. We haven't planned that far ahead. Yeah. But stay tuned. Um, we're going to keep going in with all honesty, October yeah. stuff. Um, at the time of recording this, I am not completely sure when this is actually getting posted. I think it I may think be... next week. Yeah. I think it's a week from tomorrow. I think so. Um, so, Yeah um after this we will still have some of october left to go we will um but uh yeah um we're uh we're able to be um found on apple podcasts spotify stitcher amazon music google podcasts radio public all of those um we're on instagram we have an instagram page at the real couple yeah and uh remind me again is that uh, the dot real dot couple yes or, okay the dot real dot couple uh, look us up uh, follow us subscribe to us um, like comment like comment uh, give us a review sometimes we do fun stuff on our stories on Instagram yeah yeah we've got a lot trivia of trivia and such mm-hmm. um, it's a real fun time yeah um, if there's any movies that you guys are wanting us to uh, watch and discuss uh slide into our dms let us know um but uh yeah we're we're here to have fun we we hope you guys are having a a good fun time uh listening to us if there's uh anything that you're like bro you need to um do a segment where you talk about this or you need to do uh, that thing um let us know we're we're open to suggestion um so yeah thanks for listening Thank you so much Don't for Don't go camping. Don't ever camp. No. Yeah. The Great Outdoors was created by Satan himself. Um, you know what's better than The Great Outdoors? Indoors. Indoors. Yeah. You so, can watch movies indoors. Yeah, you can watch movies indoors. You can play video games indoors. You can, um, you can eat food indoors. You can order food to be brought to your indoors. You can go and get food and bring it back to your indoors. Indoors is so great. Um, and stay safe from stay the Blair safe. Witch. Yeah, uh, and from anyone, you know, if there's like a, a murderer on the loose, tell him to go away. Um, say, don't kill me. Go away, you murderer. Yeah, go away, you you meanie head. You you dick. Um. <laughs> Maybe don't call him a dick, because then you're definitely going to get murdered. Murderers don't like to be called dicks. Um, 
But yeah, stay safe. <laughs> Thanks um, for listening. Thank. It's seriously, been real though, fun. Seriously though, thank you so much for listening. If you um, stayed this long, thank you, yeah, man. Um, if you know of anyone that you're like, hey, listen to this podcast. It's two people who think they're funnier than they are. Um, I think you'll really like it. Please tell your friends. Share it with everybody. Um, if you uh, are like, dude, I love this podcast so much. I want to give them my money. Maybe someday we'll have a way of taking your money. You know? We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, slide into our DMs and, and be like, I so desperately want to give you my money. And then um, that'll encourage us to, to really um, make it more possible for you to give us your money. Um, so yeah. Uh, happy October. Happy October. We love you all. Yeah. Stay safe. Um, yeah. We love each and every one of you, but only in a creepy way. So Bye. just keep that in mind. Take care. Have a good night or day or morning or, or whenever you're Have listening a day. to this. Have a day. Have a day. All right. Bye.